it's the podcast that's left a gift on your pillow. Well, more like a lot of gifts. And less gifts and more like bugs. Lots and lots of bugs. It's Power Word Roll. Let's go, let's go. We just have a few questions for you. Firstly, what's the smallest kind of cat? That's a good question. House you said cat? you know about house cats. Cat. I'm checking your story. A house cat. A house cat. That's a very vague answer. What do you want to ask? Breed. Well, it was implied. Oh, I didn't, re- oh, didn't realise we're talking to an expert. Also, it's not because there no. are wild cats that yeah. are like really, really tiny. Yeah. Not in chalt. We didn't say we didn't say the smallest cat in Chalt, did we? Did we? Did we? Did we, mother? I'm a guide for Chalt. Like you said, you knew cats. Seems like you don't know cats. Let's just chalk that one up to a. Uh... You didn't hire me to know about cats. No, we hired you to tell the truth. That's not true. We didn't hire you. We for cast that, a but... spell to tell the truth, and that also didn't work. That, that also didn't work. <laughs> Let me explain. I am Leaf on the Water of the Basking Ridge Clan, and I. Who asked? Been... Who asked? Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've spent my entire life living in the jungle. And the entire Basking Ridge Clan are experts on dealing with the dinosaurs. They don't like the incense, you see. You throw on the leaves, and it gets them to avoid the area. On top of that, I'm not disturbing the temple. That's why my tent is away from the other tents, and I don't have anything to do with it. Incense, you say? Do you have any more? It would be useful for us to be able to get in and stop it from just charging at us. It's not incense, it's leaves. It can give you some leaves. (laughs) I... This story is full of holes. Yeah, there's two, there's two burning questions, right? Okay, one. So this cat knew that if you put these leaves or yep. this incense down, right, the dinosaur wouldn't attack. Why didn't they just put it over the entire dig site? Exactly. Then question two is, is this cat certain the dinosaur has enough differentiation that it comes out angry and f***ed off and goes, okay, I'm going to attack these tents, but not this tent over here. Clearly, it's not to do with this. Clearly, its no. occupant happens to not be someone who's come into this tent. Yeah. Seeing the sceptical look on Donna's face, you come over here and she pushes aside a sort of section of the tent and you see that there's a small shrine that's sitting atop a small stone circle with some leaves on it, which is letting out the smoke that's uh, pluming out of the top of the tent. But why have you not done this for any of the other tents? If you are supposed to be here in role of guide, presumably that also extends to informing people living at the dig site of how they can help protect themselves. Glax hears this from outside and he's like, that's a lady! Let, like, 30 grad students die! Glax, leave it. Come on, let's go. They've got it. And you just see, like, scrabbling at the outside of the tent. <laughs> it's just like this moment of Glax, like, trying to claw his way in <laughs> as he's being dragged by the ankles by Slade. Yeah. <laughs> They make a good point, though. That is at the upper limit of the acceptable number of grad students to die on an op- <laughs> occupation like this. I don't know about the students or whatever. My job was to negotiate with the tribes. 
and we all around here are followers of Obtau. Obtau is the father of dinosaurs. He's the dino daddy. I was also thinking that. Father of all dinosaurs. Father of dinosaurs, yes. He's been very busy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been getting real freaky. Do you know anything about this white T-Rex? I don't know anything about this dinosaur. I'm here to get my money and get out. Does she actually know about dinosaurs? She just doesn't want to tell us, which I do understand. Yes, exactly that. She seems very put upon and she doesn't really want to interact with you guys anymore. Threaten her. <laughs> I am terribly sorry you feel you can't share this knowledge with us. I don't care. This is my last job. I'm getting the money to go rejoin my tribe. You are getting the money, assuming someone is there to pay you. Mm. <laughs> Legend between all the tribes around the area. Anybody that disturbs you know, this area will be feasted upon by the great white. And you didn't think to mention that? Oh. <laughs> no, because then they wouldn't have paid me to take the land. Oh, Dawn a killer. Dawn a killer. <laughs> I think this is actually a worse guide than I know. I hate her just as much. <laughs> I've got a sixth sense for just bastard guys. <laughs> look, look, I'll give you a choice. Either you come and help us find this dinosaur, or you will just be found here later. And Dorna puts a hand on her battle axe. Make an intimidation check for me. Yes! Yes! No! Ash <laughs> was a seven. I'm leaving. You can see she starts packing up her tent. Okay, so as she's packing up her tent, is there anything interesting? Make a perception check. An 11? You see what looks like a healing potion, and you see that there's a staff up against one wall that looks particularly interesting. That has, like, depictions of little beetles in it. I will go over and grab the staff and make it so she can definitely see that I'm picking this up. That is mine. Far be it from us to simply take historical relics belonging to the natives of these lands and take it back, but there is a, an argument to say that it would be safer in a museum back in Neverwinter. Or at least not in the hands of someone who is happy to leave everyone here to die. You can come and visit for £12.99, <laughs> but the food in the cafe will cost you an arm and a leg. Fine, I'll recover it from your corpse later. So you have a staff of swarming insects. Sweet. I'm going to go back to Port Nyanzaru. Did you say Port Nyanzaru? Nyanzaru. <laughs> Port Nyanzaru. <laughs> oh god, it got me. Now you listen to me, cat. <laughs> the biggest slur of all tabaxi. Just cat. It's literally, I'm just saying your name. I'm just... It's, I'm not sort my of. My name is not... Leaf. Uh, you, you still haven't learned my name. We've been working together I, for months. I call all servants Tito. All right. I do, I'm not even <laughs> affected by the zone of truth. I'm just not ashamed to admit. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to go into that temple, and we are going to find that Rex. And if we find out that you've been lying to us, then there'll be a right telling off coming for you. <laughs> Make an intimidation check for me. Watch him roll another natural 20. No! That's a one. Goodbye, little man. And she pushes you aside <gasps> and just walks out of the tent. God, I want to kill her so that badly. That told her. <laughs> that told her. <laughs> You can see she jumps into a tree and then starts jumping from tree to tree as the leaves rustle and she disappears off into the distance. Did she leave the leaves behind as well? The leaves are still there. They're on the fire and such. I'm going to grab some smouldering leaves. Okay. So, you now have that on your person. And you can see the only real place remaining is the dig site itself where the entrance lies in front. Looks like it's time to hunt a Rex. Should we pick anything up first? I feel 
feel we're not quite dressed for the occasion. Yes, I think it's time to heal up. Okay, <laughs> and so you guys make your way over to the cart plane from the outside. It's, but as they pull out the back, you see that they start pressing buttons, and uh, out of the walls and uh, the ceiling and the floor, all of these little panels appear with various weapons and magical items and uh, pretty much everything they could need for a job. Wow. You had this the whole time? Yes. You are undercharging for your services. Well, you haven't seen us fight yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. As you say this, Glax is putting on a tan pair of postboy shorts, a shirt, and then a pith helmet. Donna slips on a tan jacket over the top of her armor, changes out for some boots and an explorer's hat. Okay. I think Slate keeps the barefoot keeps the, sh- the no shirt, but just adds on a pith helmet and a pair of goggles. Love it. Tremendous. Dr. Gnomes, do you need anything from the wardrobe? Dr. Gnomes takes a look at everything and then takes a single monocle <laughs> out. And just yes! It his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. Let's go, Hunter Rex. And Dr. Names leads everybody towards the temple. Our heroes now making their way down into the actual dig site itself. There's the entrance, this big, tall, wide cavern almost. And there's large footprints that are are sort of leading out of it. As you guys are advancing inwards, you realise that there's these large carvings and engravings. They're quite beautiful. They depict, on one side, there's all these tabaxi who are revering the sun. You know that this is all symbology of Ubtau, the, the father of dinosaurs. On the other side, there are tabaxis who are sacrificing dinosaurs and engaging in barbaric acts such as murder and theft. Those are sort of telltale signs of a Shaodao and his influence. One thing's for sure, these weren't painted by the dinosaurs. <laughs> got little, little arms. They've only got s- little small arms. <laughs> what is like the vibe of this temple? Is it Aztec kind of depiction? Lovely. But you sort of advance further and the corridor opens up and uh, becomes about 10 feet wide. As the corridor continues, there's a depiction of a sun casting a shadow and the tabaxi are like running from it. And then eventually the corridor starts to slope down and and you can see that there's just more depictions of the tabaxi running. Can I make some sort of, like, history check to understand what the significance of that is? Yeah, yeah, go on. Who knows? You might roll a natural 20. (laughs) I rolled a (laughs) 2. So you can see on this wall picture, (laughs) these cats are very afraid of sunburn. So we should remember that for later. Fascinating. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, are they running from the sun or are they running from the shade? No, no, that's just a <laughs> Maybe trick. Maybe that's just... That's a trick. It's definitely the sun. Is it? I think Slate and Dawn uh. are like side-eyeing each other like, really? <laughs> Interesting. Dr. Gnomes is just taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the an aspect of the sun peeled off almost. Like they, they cast a shadow and that's what the tabaxi are running from. They're running from the shadow, like something dark came from the sun. As Dora comes to this realization, there's a click, a clunk, and behind you, you hear something begin to roll fast and faster. And you all turn to see a gigantic boulder plummeting towards you. (laughs) Shit. Oh dear. And I'm gonna start initiative. Can 
No, I'm not going to ruin this with levitate. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully for me, as this thing is plummeting down. And what, it's plummeting on top of us? It's plummeting down the slope from behind you. Oh, okay. But up first is Glax. Around you, you see that there's the way down. You, it's dark further within. There are uh, little alcoves to hide in. I think that Glax is actually going to run back towards the boulder. Okay. And he's going to pick up Dorna and put Dorna over his shoulder. Uh, and then throw her okay. in an alcove. You manage to grab Dorna, sling Dorna over your shoulder and, and run to one of the alcoves and, uh, you know, sort of hide inside it with uh, no, Dorna no, in No, I tow. just put Dorna in it and then I keep running. Oh, just put Dorna in it? Yeah. Oh, then you keep running. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's your turn. So up next is Slate. What are you doing? Should Slate do the same with Dr. Gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> Slate's going to do the same then. He's going to uh, see Glax turn around and go, oh, God damn it. Run. <laughs> grab the gnome. Like, run next to Glax, hiff him into an alcove, and then keep going. No, Go you on, make him into the check. same alcove. Into the same. No, no, a different one. They're not going to fit. Go on. <laughs> Athletics check. Carry me, boy. Oh, nice. 15 plus 5. That's yeah. a 20. Oh. And you managed to throw Dr. Gnomes into one of these cracks that sort of formed in the stonework that people can hide within as this boulder is plummeting down. You two are now running and the other two are perfectly fine. Dr. Gnomes, what are you doing? Uh, Dr. Gnomes calls out, We'll never forget you! <laughs> and just kind of pulls himself tightly into the gap. <laughs> That's the boulder go by. Okay. <laughs> so the boulder starts to advance uh, and you can see it's rolling and it's rolling and it's rolling. Can Glax and Slate make uh, strength saving throws for me? Ooh. 16. And an 18. You are unlucky, I'm afraid. because what? As you guys... Yeah, yeah. As you guys are running, it's got DC of 20. This is in Xanathar's guy. Jesus. You're like running and running and running. Glax, first it gets caught under your tail and you get you go under it and you take 22 points of damage. <laughs> uh, and then Slate, you're running and running and running. You just... You get to what appears to be the end Can of Can I it, try and dive and out the way or something? Make a deck save then. Oh, that's just a 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say you take half the damage as you manage to like duck to the side Thank at you. the last moment but it still scrapes past you and you can see that it rolls forward and a portal appears at the end and then clunking down at the top again with a big thud it appears back where it started has it retained its momentum or is it yes it has and so now it's before dr gnomes so it seems it's going to just keep going i guess we live here now <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I don't know about you, but I'd rather not just live here forever. No, I'm getting quite used to it. Dr. Names is sort of upside down <laughs> crack. Quite homely. <laughs> it's a good size for a little gnome, actually. Dorna would like to try and start running, but would also first like to use her wind fan to cast Gust of Wind back at it and hopefully slow the boulder down a bit. Okay. Yeah, no, you, you managed to put out a gust of wind large enough to stop its momentum, so it doesn't do more damage. <laughs> this gust of wind is 60 feet long, so Dorna is just going to cast it and basically hold the fan behind her and just help down the corridor. <laughs> Rapidly fanning. This thing is now stuck at the top for the duration of your fanning. And as it starts to fail, you start to hear it roll again. It lasts for a minute, by the way. Man, this, this wind fan has become very useful yeah, twice. it's awesome. I'm so glad that you decided to give us this in the first game. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that good, but yeah. It's at least slowed it down. It's probably going to break through, though. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to say that basically it's stunned for a round. I think that's, that's a good ruling. Cool. Uh, guys, if you get to the end, there's some space. You could uh, get out the way. Okay. Up next is Glax. 
Okay. Glax is going to climb up the side, pull out the net that he got in the car, and slam it in the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> and he's gonna try and use it like a, a catch so that it's just rolled against this net to give everyone time to get down to the bottom. Okay, uh, what kind of a check would that be? Can you give me a survival check just to like try and like cram it in the areas and basically craft this thing very haphazardly? Well, 13 plus zero. The net is holding, not well, but it, it will probably help slowing it down. Okay, okay, Dr. Gnomes, uh, Slate, let's just get out and then and then you can let go of the fan. It'll give you enough time, Donna, to get out. But we still need to get back out this way later. That's a later problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> These places always have a back door, it's fine. They always have a convenient exit just out of the main chamber mm-hmm. that no one knew just, about. Just after oh, the yeah. boss room, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I meant the main chamber. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, Slate, your turn. Well, Slate's already at the bottom, so he's just going to pull himself up against the wall and just lie there and just groan and hold his arm and go, ow. Okay, up next, you can see the boulder would have moved, but instead, it... Dr. No. Excellent. What are you doing? I don't want to stay here, but remember what your mother said, culpability. No matter how bad things seem... You can't just solve all of your problems with crack. (laughs) 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 Dr. Gnomes leaps from the crack in the wall. And this is an important point. Um, Where is the point of origin for the the tunnel of wind? Uh, Because if so... Dr. Gnomes has just yep. leapt into a wind tunnel. Yes, he absolutely has, because Dorna ran further down the corridor. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> oh, no! DC 13 strength save, or you get pushed backwards. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. What is it? Yes! yes! Oh! <laughs> 23. Yeah, you feel your little gnomish body about to be pushed back, but you still, like, with your legs, you're running like Roadrunner, and you push <laughs> through past the fan. Um, remember your mother. Remember the crowd. <laughs> He's got that crack strength. So you you manage to make it and get level with uh, Dorna um, as as you uh, advance past the fans' wrath. Up next is Dorna. Dorna is gonna run down, clap her hand to Glax. Well, probably elbow because Glax is a lot taller than her. Oh, thanks for the help. It looks like you need a bit as well and cast cure wounds. Ah, oh, nice. So, so you heal for five hit points. Uncle would be proud of you. Oh, you're very welcome. I think thanks for the shoving me in an alcove. Yes. I'm glad you all got here okay. <sighs> yes. Is this the way out <sighs> as well? Do we know? I think for now we just head further in. Maybe we could just jump in the portal and turn up back at the top of the slope again later. That's a lot of fun. I like that. And as you're discussing these possibilities, you hear the net start to like crack and then like the, the rope start to tear as this thing's trying to pull oh, through. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. Through the door. And you open the door and you slam it shut. You're on the other side as you feel the rumbling of the boulder as it rolls behind you. Um, and uh, I haven't seen a pre handled door in years. <laughs> <laughs> I shall Truly it a and simpler take it to time. The museum. <laughs> Tag it and bag it. Start looking for bolt. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you you uh, now see that there are more carvings in here, and the room is leveled out. It's no longer a slope downwards, but instead is a, is a sort of wider corridor. There are pillars uh, uh, sort of along the walls as well. And uh, you see that the pyramid that was depicted before is now surrounded by farmland, as well as tall trees. 
and then as you continue round can, a corner... Sorry, as we're walking but, through mm-hmm. this bit, can Slate get out the smouldering leaves and be at the back of the party, just kind of wafting them around? Oh. So as Slate is, like, sort of wafting this, you realise that as you're coming around a corner, there's also another route to the other side, a small little alcove, and you see these, these tiny little dinosaurs, these ve- uh, velociraptors with sharp teeth, a pack of them, and they would have jumped out at you, but instead they're just sniffing the air. Ah, Slate, you clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can see they all start to scatter away. That was just in the nick of time, wow. Yeah. I interrupted the sentence that would have been, and they jump out at you with, Yeah, Ooh. basically. That's tremendous. Wow, that was like sixth sense levels of Dungeons and Dragons. Very nice, um, very nice. Dr. Gnomes, you've dedicated your whole life to finding this T-Rex. I have. Now we're almost there. Was it worth it? In many ways, I think the real Tyrannosaurus Rex was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, does that mean you're going to... I'm mostly thinking about a crack right now. (laughs) (laughs) You come up to a, what seems to be like a big marble sliding panel of some sort. There's a big depiction of a T-Rex. And uh, in the four corners of the slab, there are uh, little crystals which are firing beams of light inwards towards the dinosaur itself. Slate's going to walk forward and take the bottom left crystal out. Oh, it's, it's just a carving of a crystal. It oh, isn't a, a crystal, crystal itself. Well, so Dorna would like to make an investigation check regarding the image and what's on the door and got a 20. Ooh. Non-natural. Non-natural. It seems like there's sort of arcane energy coming from the crystals to the T-Rex. As if the crystals were giving power to it or something. Precisely. It's almost as if in the next chamber there'll be some crystals that need smashing. <laughs> that would be crazy. Glax would like to begin opening the door. Okay. <laughs> you tentatively open the door. I didn't say that. You find uh, a chamber which depicts a huge shadowy figure grasping the city, but there is one figure standing there, this woman brazen and and glorious light basking from her and she's deflecting all of these tendrils Just wondering, I know that this dinosaur obviously has been attacking and we're hired to deal with it but might it be actually stopping something much worse? What are your colleagues working on? Well, you know, just um, digging up old things and, and keeping them safe But it looks like it might be leading towards some huge shadow entity thing attacking, which doesn't sound ideal. I think you're being overcautious. I think. <laughs> give me one example of when digging something up from the earth ever resulted in something bad. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy. The mummy returns. Uh, Scorpion we, King. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there are, some, there are some proper movies about that. <laughs> apart from all of the mummies. All of the apart mummies. Apart from every single movie about archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at the risk assessment for the archaeological dig. It says the only risks are delving too deeply and too greedily. That does slightly <laughs> sound like exactly what you're doing. Also, it leaves out <laughs> no. the big T-Rex that killed like 34 people already. It feels like you need a health and safety edit there. I'll be honest, our health and safety department is a shambles. Um, <laughs> the fact they brought me on as an expert dinosaur hunter but didn't risk assess di- for dinosaurs. I mean, it just... Th- this budget's all over the place. The department's getting all hit. It's academia, you know? 
Everybody thinks about whether they could and not whether they stood. (laughs) (laughs) Continuing down this corridor and eventually it comes around a corner. So there's a thin layer of water that sort of flooded this room uh, in several places. You realize that it slightly slanted the whole room so it's only really gathered on one side. There's rubble around the place. There are four crystals in the corners of the room and then there's a sort of little precipice uh, in the center where there are stairs leading up to what appears to be a sarcophagus. Sarcophagus? Is this a mummy movie? Because <laughs> yes, when you say this is a white T Rex, are you sure those weren't bandages? <laughs> Father of dinosaurs, <laughs> mummy Rex. Oh my god! As you guys are entering the room and just appearing almost out of nowhere, shimmering into existence, you hear a loud rumble and then a roar as you see a mighty T-Rex. It's a a stark white form standing out from the stonework behind it, so dark and gloomy. It's pristine, with large talons digging into the ground through this thin layer of water beneath it. At last. Terry Rex. <laughs> Terence. Terence Rex. Terence Rex. <laughs> T-Dog. As you look and see the, the dinosaur roar on the northwest corner of the room, there's this crystal that lights up bright blue light, glows, and a beam of light shoots towards the T-Rex. And with that, can everyone roll initiative? Oof, that's a three on initiative for me. 16. 23. Nice. Five. Just try to stay very still. Its vision is based on... (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I finally worked out how to spell different dinosaurs' names, and with that, initiative (laughs) has been done. So, up first is... Glax. Glax looks at this large lizard, feels like flashbacks to his own origins, and then realises that this is like sort of a philosophical becoming, where he must destroy his own origins to become his true self. He picked up a machete, which is a scimitar that I'm flavoring, and he's gonna stab him with it. Okay. But I am also going to do a trip attack. So I'm gonna try and hack it in the knee and make it fall over. Okay. (laughs) Go on. Yes. It's 16. Yep. And then it does 10 damage. So I take my scimitar slash machete and I chop him in the knee. And the wound closes up with a crackling of blue energy. Oh. Glax is shocked that <laughs> healed itself. D- Dr. North, are dinosaurs usually magically healing themselves up when you chop them? Because I think you probably should have mentioned that ahead of time. Not in any of my research. Be fair. I don't remember a lot of my research. <laughs> Guys, it's using magic. And then he just like chops again <laughs> for emphasis. Okay. And it just heals back up instantly and the dinosaur lets out another roar right in your face. You feel its breath. Okay, maybe we don't have time to wait. Let's break these crystals. So, uh, now it is Dorna's turn. Donna is going to move forward towards this Tyrannosaurus. Hit the crystal! <laughs> wow, well, no one hit the crystal. Because <laughs> that's your job! For now, we're just gonna ignore that you said maybe we can't wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Donna is gonna move up to next to Glax, just behind where this sarcophagus is. She would like to cast Animal Friendship at second level. 
does not work on the T-Rex. Cool. Almost immediately the spell cancels. Turns out dinosaurs aren't quite as easy to become friends with as crocodiles. Good to know. <laughs> and then she's going to turn around and look at the T-Rex. You will be a Tyrannosaurus wreck when we're done with you. Yes! And so Slayer's Prey. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant mother... <laughs> Love it. Up next is the Tyrannosaurus. And you can see that right where Dr. Gnomes and Slate are, the crystals uh, light sort of beams from one crystal to the other, and it illuminates. The T-Rex then bears down and tries to take a big bite at Glax. These Ooh. big jaws <gasps> dig deep inside you, dealing 22 points of piercing damage, and you are restrained. So for the viewers, uh, we've got the token, and the token is the T-Rex in the monster manual. That is its mouth open, and we've just put Glax's token inside. Glax isn't in the belly of the beast, but he's on his way there. <laughs> Uh, the Tyrannosaurus then swings round with its tail and just bashes against Dorna and slams into you, dealing wow. 25 oh, points of Jesus, bones. okay. Yeah. Ooh. Stuff is getting real. We never pick up any potions when we go to the cart, do we? No, you don't, and I don't know why. Dorna has a healing potion from the awful tabaxi. Yeah. One potion. One potion. Yes. And cure wounds. <laughs> That's all we need. And it's now Dr. Gnomes. I get enough stick for killing characters on my own podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, Dr. Gnomes pulls out his crossbow. Try this on for size, you filthy lizard <laughs> wizard. He's going to shoot a crossbow bolt at the crystal that is currently illuminated. Finally! <laughs> uh, so it's a 17 to Ooh, hit nice. for 10 points of damage. Right, and that's enough damage to shatter the crystal. Turning away as it explodes. Um, to not Sunglasses down, yeah. <laughs> the shards of crystal clatter to the floor as this thing is, is eviscerated, and suddenly you see the shimmering light that was on the scales of the uh, T-Rex gives way, and it's just sort of like slightly off-white colour beneath appears. Oh, a beige T-Rex. <laughs> You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this Rex and go home. <laughs> wait, I don't want... Wait. <laughs> That came out wrong. Daddy dinosaur indeed. Um, Hold on, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so as the crystal shatters, Dr. Gnomes is already rolling and coming back up uh, to fire a shot. Uh, I shouldn't say fire. Um, James from uh, Danger Club will kill me. <laughs> fire across. I shoot the crossbow at the great beige Rex. Why can't you fire a crossbow? Uh, because firing means you're using gunpowder because you're using fire to ignite ah. the gunpowder. So you fire a firearm, but you shoot a bow or a crossbow. Unless, of course, the crossbow has um, failed its personal development review. You can. <laughs> if it comes under the terms of your contract, you can uh, you can fire a crossbow. Legally. <laughs> Legally, yeah. You have, you have precedent to fire a crossbow. They are notoriously <laughs> litigious. <laughs> <laughs> You've let out this crossbow bolt and it, it sinks into uh, the T-Rex's neck and you see a drip of blood come out. It didn't expect to take a hit. Do you still want to action surge, yeah, by the way? Yeah, go on, let's action surge. Okay. And uh, let's uh, let's do this again. Okay. Ooh, it's a 25. Nice. Ooh, nice hit. You hear it embed itself deep into a fleshy bit of its belly and none of the crossbow bolts sticking out from the outside. And I believe you have one more attack as you have multi attack. Oh, blimey. Oh, oh, nice. Nice, I think you've got to describe how this crits. Oh my goodness. Dr. Gnomes just fires the first two, then loads the final crossbow, waits until the uh, until the dinosaur looks at him, and then just fires it straight down its jaws, past Glax. And you can see it just clicks into the jaw. It, it gets stuck in there. And Glax, can you make a strength saving throw for me? Yeah. 
natural one. You're still in the jaw as you're struggling to get out, but that was a damn good hit. You just nice. see blood pooling in the bottom of its Dr. mouth. Dr. Names spins the crossbow around and just says, Life finds a way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And up next, Slate. Good, good job, Dr. Gnomes. Slate's gonna start running to the other side of the room. Where are the crystals still hanging out? He runs up to the side of the room and gets in line with two of the crystals on the other side, and he's gonna cast a lightning bolt. Okay. Nice. Again, touching hand to the arcane focus, uh, puts his index finger out, and it, electricity like Jacob's ladders up mm. it, and then like, does like a karate chop in the air, and then is staggered by the recoil of this huge lightning bolt unleashed in front of him. Nice, and it arcs through the air, and uh, I would say these crystals automatically fail to save. Nice. 28 lightning damage. <laughs> so you, you shatter both crystals, thereby preventing any of the protections of this uh, dinosaur. Slate waves his hand in the air and like blows on it and it's like really, really hot. <laughs> 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 nice. And it's Glax. Can he make a strength saving throw for me? No! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Natural oh, one. No. Holy moly, I have like plus six strength but I'm just yeah. this. I think I'm going to do a fainting attack. Okay. Yeah, I've lost a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use a superiority die and pretend that I am going to uh, throw a dagger at the crystal, but instead I'm going to jam it up into the mouth which I am in. That works. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, jeez. How do so you I miss? Roll a three. Oh, <laughs> Just no. like, I put my arm out to be like, heck. And then as I pull it back in, the dagger gets caught on the teeth and just like drops oh. out of the mouth and onto the floor. And I'm <laughs> no, no, no. I am he... now going to action surge though, because yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> and I'm going to try and bite it on the top. Okay. <laughs> With my hungry jaws. Yeah, go on. Nice, you hit. For minimum damage. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> As it is biting you, you decide to bite its tongue inside, like the world's most disgusting Russian doll. I would like to gain two temporary hit points oh, <laughs> for biting gross. it. That's going to make all the difference. <laughs> oh, the pooling of blood in its mouth is now like you're covered in blood. With my mouth full of blood, I look out the side of its jaw and I give the others a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're not sure how much of it is Glax's blood and how much of it is the T-Rex, but there's a lot of blood. Don't worry, I think I'm wearing him down. <laughs> and so next is Dorna. Well, Dorna is gonna take a step forward towards this T-Rex and start wailing on it. Okay. A warhammer in one hand and completely misses. She then just takes a very quick swing at the most stationary bit of the dinosaur currently, which is probably somewhere around its torso, and mm. hits for a total of nine damage. You just dig this big gash across its torso where there's all that blood pooling in its gizzard, um, and you see more blood starts to gash out. This thing is not doing too well. That's good, because I'm not feeling very well mm. either. <laughs> I try and heal you, but I, I'm so, not tall enough to reach its mouth. That's fair. Up next is the uh, T-Rex, and I think it's going to decide the Glax is more bother than anything and decides That's to... That's how most people feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> and decides to chuck you in the direction of Dr. Gnomes. Can you make a deck saving throw for me? Which one of us? <laughs> uh, both. Oh, gosh. No. You're flying towards Dr. Gnomes. Nope. <laughs> 
And so you clamor into each other, just bashing against each other as you land on top of Dr. Gnomes as he's eyeing up a shot, and you both take six points of damage. The Tyrannosaurus then eyes up Dorna and goes in for a bite. This is where Dorna dies. Yay! Yeah! Ooh. Yeah! That's a crit! Yeah, no, that, that, That's a that crit. took me down. That was 62 points of damage with one bite. He rolled a natural 20, which gave him a 30 attack, which is a crit. So doubled is 62 damage. 8d12. Plus 7. Plus yep. 7. I am grappled, <laughs> restrained, but also very unconscious. Dorna, no! You just see Dorna get fully crunched, lifted in the air, and then just flung uh, to the side uh, as a limp corpse. Is it a corpse if they're still technically alive? Well, no, but for now. Technically alive. <laughs> and so that is the T-Rex's turn. Oh, I mean, it could have been worse. Could have been on the toilet when it happened. <laughs> seen that? <laughs> I roll myself off Dr. Gnomes. I'll take care of Dorna. It's what I was made to do. Uh, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you say, looking over to the bleeding, desiccated sort of body that is uh, on the side of the room. Why would so it be desiccated? Desiccated. Oh, it's not desiccated. Desiccated. What am I thinking of? Um, Lacerated? Lacerated. That's what I was thinking of. Definitely not desiccated. I haven't just dehydrated. In the time it took <gasps> Dorna to, to go from the T-Rex's mouth to the side of the room, oh. it just rotted away instantly. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Immediately. Look, guys, apparently my today my brain has turned to putty, so that's that's what we're dealing with. I it's mean, one of those. No things. improvement on the usual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to point out I'm very surprised that a T-Rex that, you know, would definitely eat us has actually dropped a corpse. But Do you want to die? Fine, yeah, yeah. Instead you get gulped down. <laughs> no, 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 You're no, rolling no, no, your no. character for me, Annie. It's Dr. Gnomes' turn as right. you see Glax pulls up from you. Dr. Gnomes sees Dorna go down and steps forward towards the, uh, the Rex that stands over her reloading his crossbow. Hey, get away from her, you Rex! <laughs> Run out of Jurassic Park references. I'm just sort of a cinephile now. No worries. <laughs> Move on to Jurassic Park 2. We'll just slowly work our way through the series. Quick, I need a Jurassic World quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nobody even remembers the plot of that film. As its head turns to face you and the noise you're making. Ooh, it does hit though and it sinks in. Five points of damage. Uh, you have another attack though. Reload, second attack. 27 to hit, four nice. points of damage. Oh. These two bolts just sink into its chest and you know, seem to embed themselves in it. Dealing a bit of damage, but not a lot. They seem to hit mostly bone. Up next is Slate. I'll firebolt the T-Rex. Okay. No, natural one. Completely, completely <sighs> dud. And it just fires off and hits the ceiling. Missing that. Just touching the earring, drawing out a little like jolt of electricity that Jacob's ladders. Again, the karate chop down, fingers together, blast of electricity. But this big jolt comes across, but the Tyrannosaurus manages to somehow duck out the way just in time and only take half yeah. damage. So it only takes 17 damage instead of 34. Still a damn good hit though. Slate like blows on his hand and waves it in the air, and it's like the, his palm is like blackened, and he's like, mm. ah. And up next. Glax. So Glax is going to zip across the room to Dorna. So Glax dashes over to Dorna and covers <laughs> Dorna with his body um, and then uses his bonus action to rumble through, find the potion and uncork it, ready to jam it in her face. Okay, Dorna. 
Can you make a saving death saving throw for me? Yeah. It's our first death saving throw of this series. Man, that was quick. One success! That was a 12. Hey! Okay. Closer to not dying. Yay. Good job. Oh no. Uh, from, from across the room, Slate kind of calls out, uh, come get me. Slate, that's the bravest thing you've ever done. And then as it's like, as its head turns, it just goes, oh shit, what have I done? <laughs> 35, oh, I can make it. Motherfucker. Uh, I can make it all the way up to you because it's got, it's, got, it's got a speed of 50 feet. 50 wow. feet? Yep. This that's is where I die. Huge. This is where I also die. And it goes around, it's going to attack with its tail. Yeah. yeah. So I've got one health left. Yeah. Oh. And you can see it then charges towards Dr. Culpability Gnomes, giving you an attack of opportunity. Sure. That's uh, stab it in the back after it's killed you. Yeah, nice. So drawing oh. the mace and smacking it on like somehow with just blood like oozing from his eyes and nose and ears manages to crack against its tail with his mace dealing six points of damage and you can see that it sort of stops in its tracks as it was about to charge towards dr culpability you see its attention turn it's bleeding everywhere it's very heavily bruised uh, not white at all it's scaled covered in either blood charred burn marks or bruising and so it makes its way down and slumps across the sarcophagus kind of like how glax is slumping over donna no dr gnomes finish her off <laughs> <laughs> slate like spits out a big like mouthful of blood it's like oh God, get it it's so gnomes is going to approach it carefully her holding up the crossbow um, we were almost out of lines uh, so i i have looked up some quotes from uh, jurassic world since we're <laughs> Uh, oh so no. He uh, he raises his crossbow and he just looks at it and says, Your boyfriend is a badass. <laughs> that, the, best I, the best I could find, that movie's garbage. I take a shot. <laughs> boyfriend being the father of the dragons. Daddy Dinosaur is a badass. You watch me miss both these shots now. <laughs> After that line, I kind of want to. Oh. Nice hit, hit, hit. You hit it, hit. sinks into its neck. Seven points of damage. Yeah, it's, still, it's not down yet. One more shot, come on. One more shot. You can potentially finish it in one more shot. Ooh. Let's do this. No! <laughs> it's not dead! It's not dead! And so you just sink two shots into its back. It's 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 like using its whole form now to try and encompass this this sarcophagus. You hear it's sort of uh, uh, whimpering and wailing. Yes. Yes. Man is the real monster. <laughs> <laughs> Archaeologists are the real monsters. <laughs> it's the real. Slate. Really, like, just bloodied and, you know, like I said, battered and bruised on one hit point left. Slate's, like, hands are shaking. He drops the shields and casts Thunder of Smite and then runs forward, raises his mace in the air and slams it down onto the T-Rex. <gasps> yes! Oh, it's a critical hit. Oh! Perfect! As Slate brings his mace down, it cracks over the side of its head and all the rock just explodes into like shrapnel that just pierces and digs its way into the uh, T-Rex's body and head. And it's like lying there limp and, and dead with its skull caved in. So I pour seven points worth of hit points. Into uh, Dorna. And I look at the gnome. You did it. You crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, how did I forget that brilliant. one? That is absolutely brilliant. This, this is your white whale, and I'm glad 
we almost all got to see it. And I like, like, give Donna like a little face slap. <laughs> Donna, you're now awake. Oh. I think we've all, I think we've all learned some very important things here today. We've learned that we have to respect other cultures, no matter how different they may be from us. For there's a lot we can learn from everyone. And also, and they pat the sarcophagus. This is going to look great in a museum, I can tell you that. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll leave it there for now. Thank you very much, Dan. It's been an absolute pleasure having oh, you. Thank you, all As of you. Always. Thank you for having me along. It's great fun. It's always good to hang out with you guys. So where can the audience find a bit more about you? you uh, so you can find me on Twitter at uh, Dan Thompson. 2099 because uh, I came up with that when I thought the 2099 Marvel comics would be a bigger thing than they ever ended up actually <laughs> um, is that actually the reason that is the reason I came up with it. can you tell us what people can expect when they tune into the Danger Club when they tune mm. into the Danger Club they can find a uh, group of actors uh, from here in London playing Pathfinder uh, we are building our own adventure path by putting together a load of different adventures we have uh, nearly 100 episodes well actually over 100 episodes including specials out at the moment uh, including sometimes we do early plays of new adventures it's a lot of fun and it's very heavy story based uh, if you like this show i think you will find a lot to like there because mm. it's even though pathfinder is very crunchy rules wise that is not really how we play it <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like our shows have similar vibes mm. uh, oh, yes. yeah if you want to get a sample to test the wonders of the danger club obviously you will want to go and listen because it's oh, phenomenal. Oh yeah, so good. You can see the Dragon Meat episode that we did with these guys. It was so much fun. Oh, our last and crossover. Like, we yeah. knew we were going to have guests. We were like, come on, lads. Because they're just so much fun. Yeah, oh, we died so many times. You nearly died here as well. So, you know, <laughs> there we go. it's consistency. <laughs> but for now, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. You can find links to all our social media at powerwordroll.co.uk. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review on iTunes is the best way to help us out. But for now, from Conrad, Naomi, Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Yes. Are you ready for the clap? Are you ready to catch the clap? Yay! Gross. That's why we I don't get it. Oh, babe. It's a STD. Oh, that's that's why I don't get it. Yeah, you have to have sex to get that. Yeah, exactly. Has Conrad ever told you how he lost his virginity? Oh, no. <laughs> you tell this story more than I do. Because God knows he's told us. <laughs> like, it came up once. You'd be once. surprised how much Magic the Gathering is involved. <laughs> Yeah. It's too much in any story involving sex. So now Naomi has told more people than I ever have. And I do not regret that for a second. <laughs> I stand with Naomi. We should start a movement. Hashtag stand with Naomi. <laughs> <laughs>